Welcome back, guys, to the Nurse Man Dan Show with your host, as always, Nurse Man Dan himself. Um, tonight's show, I'm just going to tell you that I know why people are getting out of healthcare. I know why nurses are done with it. I am telling you, I, I, I have tried so hard over the last week and a half, two weeks, to not just walk out of the door of the office, just drop my bag off, say, here you go, good luck. And, and it's not just me, it's other nurses there. Um, I will obviously won't, I mean, it's bullshit. We're short-staffed, we've been short-staffed forever. And, uh, you know, I requested that week off and then it's just, I'm, this is gonna, it's, you know, it's on me for not like being like, hey, what the hell? But I just, I'm so busy with this fucking job that I actually started to work the week I requested off. And then they just assumed, uh, I guess he doesn't need that day off or that week off, right? So I'm like, yeah, I had stuff I wanted to do. There's stuff I'd like to do. I need time to do it. And I can't do it with just a day off. So I was like, for this week, I was like, she was like, all right, I'll get you some days off this week. And I'm like, not happy, right? Like, I'm fuming at this point inside. Like, everything in me is, I'm holding back. And um, she was like, all right, I'll try. I was like, how many days? Or she was like, how many days do you, <clears throat> you know, do you, do you really want? And I'm like, I want five. That's what I requested off. She's like, oh, I don't know if we could do that right now. We're so short staffed. And I'm like, yeah, I, I fucking know we are. But we've been that way since I've started in January. And people keep leaving or somebody gets injured. Like, I get it, but we're not replacing it. And the work continues to pile up. So I was under the impression that I was going to get at least, I was under the impression that I was going to get three days off this week. I'm doing this at what? It's Thursday night right now. And uh, so I get Wednesday off, right? Wednesday. That's the only day I get off. Out of the whole week I requested off being denied, I get one day off, right? So then I'm sitting there, um, and then the day, so I'm off Wednesday, but I'm on call Tuesday night. And like one of the other nurses was very kind. She was like, hey, do you want to switch so that, you know, you're not on call tonight and you can be on call tomorrow night? And I had plans already. So I was like, no, I appreciate it, but no, I'll just do it. So so even on your day off, if you're on call the night before, the night after, you're not really off. You're still tied up with this fucking job, right? So I'm, I stay up late. I have a good time uh, Tuesday night, sleep in a little bit, um, wake up, and then I get a call from work saying, hey, there's a patient, there's a start of care, uh, which means a new admission to home health services that you're going to have to go do tonight. Um, and it's like two in the afternoon, maybe earlier. So I'm like calling and I'm like, is this like an emergency like start of care? Because that's what I assume. That's what I was instructed that after hours admissions were emergencies or IV or something important, not just, hey, nobody else is here to do it. So uh, we're going to need you to do it. Right. And I'm like, well, fuck this shit. I'm not going to sit here and just. Not and then just sit around and wait until tonight to go do this shit. So I, I am so fucking mad at this point. So I just pack up my shit and I go to the office and I'm just, I'm literally trying to just avoid as much communication as I can right now with the people at my office. I just, because I'm, I'm just, I'm 
I know I'm teetering that line and I've been so good, I think up to this point, this is actually probably why, because I can come home and do this shit. You know what I mean? But, um, so, so I go and do this on my day off the one day I go and work, I go and do this shit. And then it come to find out it didn't even need to be done that day. Right? So I go and do it. Fuck it. Whatever. This job blows. I expect blowy shit to happen. Right? So then I, I do that. I come home. I do all that stuff. No other calls that night. One other call, but I didn't have to go out. And then the next day, it's today, right? I started out on my schedule that I had three patients, two patients that I see normally, and then a, another admission. Okay. So the one I just done on my day off that could have been done today, right? Instead of just saying, hey, you know what? He needed, he asked for a week off. We couldn't give him that. We gave him, why don't we give him a day off where he already worked one? I mean, he already went out and then we'll just give him a light load, right? No, it couldn't be true. It's not possible, right? Because everybody's fucking gone and there's no nurses that want to do this job. So what happens? I get a call from the office. Hey, uh, we noticed you're a little light today. So we're going to throw on another admission to you. And I'm like, really? And then, you know, the one nurse is like, I just, can you just let me know you got this? And I just responded, I think this is bullshit or something like that. And then I said, yeah, I got it. And like, I'm not even mad at her. She's just, she's very pro, let's get it, right? She's got, you know, she, that's her person. I am fucking done with it, right? So I kind of go off. So anyways, I'm going about my day and I go see the first two, right? And I tell them, they know I'm going to be there at noon. They've known for six months that I've been seeing them. I'm going to be there at noon, right? So it's raining outside. I get up to the house. It's noon on the dot. I knock. Nothing. I ring the doorbell because they're old. Ding. Nothing. I knock again. And by this time, I'm just soaked. My hoodie, I'm just soaking wet. And then she finally gets to the door and she says, oh, Sorry, uh, sorry, Dan, we, um, the patient, my husband, cause I'm taking care of both of them. Uh, he was just getting into the shower and I'm like, what do you mean just getting into the shower? Right. You knew I was coming. And this is like a recurrent thing with them. And because I'm not a dick, I don't say, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm so sick of coming here and wasting my time because you're not ready. I say, Hey, no problem, ma'am. And I walk by and I grab an apple out of their fruit jar thing. And then I grab an Andy's mint. And I don't even ask for it. I just take it and I walk over to the corner of their living room and I stare out the window while it rains. And I just think about, I just think about my situation. I think about this past year and what it's done to me. I think about the time I have spent staring at a computer screen charting the same Dumbass bullshit. We have to chart on everybody. And for most of the people to just be repeat offenders. You know? And then you want to chart, you chart what you see, and then they say you got to change it. And there's another, I was talking to another today. She texted me and uh, was, she texted me and said, I quit for real. She worked all day, was loaded, and then they have an admission, a mission on her tonight. And it's like, No. We're done with this. Now they're, they're saying, you know, if you don't finish up your charting in 24 hours, you're going to get written up. So, and they just keep piling on the work. And, and like, they're, they're just like, fuck all you can do about it. 
So I'll tell you what I did. Uh, I guess I'll finish up the day, the days. So I get out to the start of care, right? To the first one. After these two clowns take forever to get even started, I finally get their shit done and I dip out, right? I'm like, all right, you know what? This day, it, it already sucks. Let's just stay positive, even though I'm soaking wet now, right? So I drive to this next place. Can't get in touch with her by the phone. I go up to the front. It's like an assisted living facility. I'm like, hey, where does this patient live? Where does this patient reside? So I go up to the room and I, um, one second. I go up to the room and knock and there's nobody there, right? Nobody's answering. And the person next door is actually a patient of mine I'm also seeing. So I like walk in. I'm like, hey, what's up, right? Um, I'm like, hey, do you know the person next door? And they don't. So I just kind of open the door because I'm like, well, you know, you're here, or you're not. And if you're not answering either, you, you know, you're dead or you're asleep, but I'm supposed to do a start of care on you and I'm here and I'm wet and I just want to get it done. Right. So I open the door. Nobody's there. Lights are off. TV's on. Nobody's in the bathroom. I check the shower. Nobody's right. Hang on. And, um, uh, so I like, I walk down the hall and I see uh, this guy in a wheelchair, like trying to go, I thought to his room and he's like just taking up the whole fucking hallway. And I'm like, you know, I'm like really just irritated right now. I'm trying so hard to just not have a stroke because I'm, I know my blood pressure had to be through the roof right now. I know my face was red as fuck. I'm sure it was. I was just so mad. I just, I'm done. Anyways. So I'm like, do you need a, do you, do you want some help, sir? Can I push you? And I was a little short with him. I'm going to be honest with you. I know I was. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'd appreciate that. Or what, you know, whatever you said. I don't know. So I like drop my shit. I put all my stuff down and I'm like, where is your room, sir? And he points down. I mean, it's a long haul. And he points, he says, it's the very end. So I'm like, oh my God, it would be right. So I walk briskly. I'm so glad this dude had foot pedals because I would have ran his legs up under that wheelchair. I was hauling ass down this thing. Not jogging, but like Olympic speed walking style, right? And we get to the end and like there's a turn and I thought maybe there's another hall. It's like the trash door. And then he just, I'm like, where is your room, sir? Where is your room, sir? Right? And he's like, oh, I thought it was, I thought I could go through this door. And I'm like, oh, oh, you don't know where you are. And they just let you wander here, right? So I'm at the end of this hall. Like trying to go see my patient, I've spent five minutes of my time with this guy, which is just time I don't have, time I, I need to go do other stuff, right? So I'm like walking back down the hall and I'm just like, I'm sweating. I am fucking sweating. I'm so angry. And this lady walks out like a physical therapist that works there or something. And I'm like, can you help me please? I said, do you know this man? And she was like, like looking up, uh, and she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't work here. I have to go see another patient. He took me on a journey. I need to go. And she was nice enough to, to get him back to wherever he came from. Um, so I asked the people at the desk after this whole fiasco, I say, Hey, do you know where this lady is? And they just point like right behind me. And she's just sitting there like looking at me. I'm like, Hey, how you doing? Mrs. Uh, what's your patient? What's the, what's this thing say? Her, her name's gonna be Miss Sunkiss. Miss Sunkiss, how you doing? I'm Danny. I'm with uh, one of the nurses with, uh, you know, St. Pierre Nicolas Home Health Services. And um, I tried calling you, but you don't have a contact, uh, a number. 
And she's like, wow, it's really, the first thing she said was, wow, it's really late in the day for a visit, don't you think? And I'm like, I mean, I don't know. It might've been two o'clock. And I was like, what do you mean? Is You mean two in the afternoon is too late? And she just got quiet. So I finally was just like, okay, anyways, I'm here to see you. What the f- I think my cat's trying to open the front door. Hang on one second. I gotta make sure the deadbolt's locked. He opened it the other day. Just like heard something and I like open the door. I mean, I look over like the balcony. He's just, the door's just open and he's just sitting there like watching people pass by. Like, hello, welcome. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? So now I gotta lock it. Anyways, um, so, oh God. So I get, we get into her room, we get back there and I'm supposed to be going there for wound care to her arm, right? So I get there and as soon as we get in the door, which took forever and I get her in her recliner, which took a good 10 minutes, right? As soon as we sit down and I get ready to start the visit, she says, oh, I need to use the restroom right now. And I... I was like, I just looked up at this, at the ceiling of this old lady's assisted living room. I, I, I tried to find a cross in the room and I couldn't find one. And I just prayed. I said, Lord, please help me not to just get up and walk out and leave my bag here, leave my computer here, leave my work phone and just never return. But I didn't do that. I got up. Oh man, just gets me fired up thinking about it. I got her right back out of the chair. I just got her in. I got her back into the wheelchair. I wheeled her over to the bathroom where I helped her stand up, where she held onto a rail, where I had to pull down the first layer of pants, then the second, and then her shitty diaper so that she could sit down and take a duke. So there goes 15 minutes of my time sitting in the living room, which is really just across from the shitter, just like fuming, like, oh my gosh, okay? And I'm just, I'm doing everything I can to just be like nice to this lady. And I'm, I'm being nice. So get her all cleaned up, get her back to the damn recliner, go through the visit. And I finally look at like the wound on her arm, right? And it's got like a, she's got like a gauze. It's, it's crap. It's whoever put it on sucks. Okay. Just this bullshit dressing. I take it off and it's just like a scab. And I, I'm telling you guys, I, I know my blood pressure gets high. It's sometimes I, I do think, um, you know, my grandfather had a, a heart attack when he was young. My dad had a heart attack last year, year before that. I, I am there's, that's why I got, it. I will have a heart attack here because this is just the most fucking frustrating job. So, so I, I, I see the scab and I'm like, this is what you sent me out here for. This is what the doctors want me to go tend to in this assisted fucking living facility, right? So I'm like, I don't even know what they wanted me to do here. Honestly, ma'am, I said, I'm going to order you some supplies. But I said, I think you should leave it open to air because it's just a scab. Don't pick it, right? Boom. Solved it. One visit. Woo, right? If anything, she would have benefited from physical therapy like all of our patients do. So I, I go through the, the paperwork. We sign everything. I get vital signs. I assess her. 
And then I fucking leave and I run into like a, the director, one of the head nurses at this place. And she's like, Hey, I haven't seen you a while. And I'm like, yeah, I've been here like a lot actually. So that's weird. And I'm like, Hey, do you have, I need a med list on the patient, Mrs. Uh, Sunkist. So she gets it and we're like shooting the shit. And as I'm like, she gives me the papers and I'm walking out and she says, Hey, who, who was that for? And I'm like, Mrs. Sunkiss. And she's like, what you, what are you doing with her? And I said, Oh, we did a starter care for a wound to her right arm. I'll be seeing her twice a week for two weeks and then probably uh discharge her after that. And they're like, um, she's been open to a completely other agency. Like two days ago, she said, we tried to get y'all out here like last week, but the doc said y'all took too long. So they opened her up to another home care agency like two days ago, and we faxed your office that information two days ago. Right? So I just spent that entire time doing n- the whole thing other than the final charting, wiping ass, breaking my back. My back is so fucking sore from this fucking job. This is a foul episode. I am just not happy. Right? My back hurts and I don't do, and it's because all I do is sit all day. You can't go home and do some shit because they got you. Can you fix this? Can you fix this? Can you call these people? Can you call these people? Can you chart this, that, that? Fuck this. I mean, absolutely not. And I, like I said, you know, I'm, 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 I'll never do a fucking salary job again. That's where they get you. It's great money if you worked 40 hours a week, but... I'm making maybe a little bit more than half what I'm making hourly, sourly with how much, with how long we spend. One of the other nurses is almost as fed up as fuck with this place too. Told me today, she was like, I don't even know what I've done this last year. She was like, I miss all this time with my kids because all I'm doing is staring at these screens. And now with them having to be done within a day, it's just bullshit. And I'll tell you another reason it's bullshit is because of shit like this. So I go there, I do all this stuff, and then I say, hey, by the way, uh, this was already supposed to be taken care of two days ago. They, they faxed it. I did all this for nothing. And I'm like, do I still get paid for that type of visit, right? And they're like, no, it's a non-billable visit. And I'm like, yeah, but I went and did it. And they're like, hmm, sorry, maybe they can work something out. And I'm just like, oh my God, right? Like I'm having some really bad thoughts in my head at this point. So I'm just like, live it. I think my mom called me at this point. It might've been this point. It might've been after the next fiasco. It might've been then. She was like, hey, tomorrow, uh, do you want to go to a neighborhood Christmas party? And I'm like, I can't. I've got eight patients tomorrow and I'm sure there will be more because something will happen and we don't have anybody to do it. And nobody, it's anybody who thinks, you know, eight, eight patients, okay, you schedule them here, here. These fucking people even though they are supposed to be homebound or the most fucking frivolous. I mean, they, they, they have such specific times they were willing to be seen and we have to go with it. I've got multiple patients that won't be seen in the morning. So I have to cram them into my afternoon because they don't want to get the fuck up, right? Not my problem or it is my problem. It's not their problem, right? You'll see patients until seven o'clock If you go out to the house, ring on the doorbell, knock, 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 and they don't come, and then they finally wake up from their fucking third afternoon daily nap, and they call the office and say, hey, uh, the nurse was supposed to come by, and then I say, yeah, dude, 
I did. I knocked. You were obviously fucking sleeping. And then the office is like, yeah, you got to go back. And it's like well after closing time. It's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? This is why people are leaving. Followed by the next story of today's events. So I go to my next start of care, which is out of my territory. It's like a 30-minute drive. And I'm just like, you know, I mean, I need the work. I just, I'm really trying hard to, like I'm saying, to not say some shit that I know I'll get terminated for on the spot. Like I want to rate, and I'm a loud, I'm a loud person anyways. So like, I, like I want to get loud and it's, they'll probably call fucking police on me. Uh, so I go to this next one way out of my way. I get there. The dude's in his nineties. He looks like he's about 65. I thought he had like the Benjamin button disease and I'm like, sit down I'm like, Hey, and they're like, Hey, the the patient is like, hey, what are you, what are you doing here? And I'm like, did they not tell you that uh, Saint Pierre Nicolas Hospitalis was going to be starting home health services for you? And they're like, oh no, we didn't know what was. So I'm like, oh, wait, here's what I'm here to do. And they both stop me, and they're like, I don't, we don't need anything. Like, what do you, what do you, he does everything? And I'm like, all right, well, let's just. Uh, Let's check out. Let's just go through. Let me make sure. Like I said, everybody's my mom or dad in that situation. And it's like, yeah, he's just wearing oxygen now because he's in his fucking 90s and he got pneumonia. Okay. He gets up and walks with his walker. He takes showers on his own without any assistance. His wife's old as hell too. And she's still walking around driving. There's no reason for me to be there. Right? It's just something that the docs are doing now. It's like, hmm, let's discharge them home. Uh, let's see, what else can we do? Assisted living facility, skilled nursing facility, home care. How else can we get into their pockets? Boom. There we go, home health. So they send me out there and like he knows his medications. He's alert and oriented. He's by far the youngest looking old person I've seen in my entire life. Even his feet looked young. He had young feet. It was bizarre. And, but he was fine. There was nothing I could do for them. And they agreed. They knew how to do everything. They were with it. So then we ended up deciding they didn't need nursing services. Why wasn't that discussed prior to leaving the hospital? Why did they waste? So there's another, there's another one right there. Two starts I went to do today that I was with patients for the, for plenty of time making sure, and it turns out one of them was already open to somebody else and the other one didn't need it in the first place. And like, what a waste of my fucking time. And then, you know, it comes back and it's like, I, I even texted my boss today, it might've been today, like, is this, is this, I just want to make sure I got this right. I requested a week off. I got none of it. Then I was going to get three days off, but I got one day off and I went out to work that day. And then you added some today and then both of them weren't even shit. And then I got eight tomorrow. Like, no way, no way. And I feel bad for her because she's about to be out of here too. So like, I mean, if I was in her shoes, like would I really care about some fucking peon nurse that's just bitching about the bullshit work that everybody knows is happening right now? Like, no, she's just trying to get out of there and start her new job stress-free. So, like, I hope she does. I hope she does. My thing is this, is, like, I'm tired of getting shit on. I think all the nurses here are. We're tired of getting fucking run dry 
you know, and then we go to the office and it's just like, there's just people hanging out. And we got like, I swear, like two nurses working, three nurses. We got no aides. Everybody keeps quitting. But the, the workload is getting lighter. It's getting more. It's more and more. And then, you know, I'm trying to get out of here as soon as I fucking can. The other nurse is trying to get out of here as soon as she can. I changed my uh, status to PRN. I just, I sh- I'm done. She was like, you know, is something wrong? Do you want? And I'm like, no, I don't want to talk about it really. This is just my decision. I want to go PRN. You know, I'm tired of missing fucking time with my daughter. That was one big thing when I started this job that I was going to be able to get. And it's not happening. It's not even happening on the weekends, on Fridays. I don't think I've had a Friday off. On a Friday where I am able to not work until five in the afternoon and then sit and chart until seven. When I do, I still have to dick around with schedules for the upcoming week. You got the office calling, hey, I need this. Hey, you got patients calling you. It's just nonstop. It's taken away a year of my life from my daughter, from friends of mine, from family, and it's turned me into like a shitty person. And it's like really boiling up to this last bit, this last stretch. So I'm really, I'm really trying to like hold in there um, and, uh, and not just fucking walk out. I can't do that. I'll be fired before I walk out, honestly. But, you know. Um, and that, you know, Wednesday, the day I was off, I needed to go get recertified for my ACLS and my uh, the other ones so that this travel job that I was talking to could have all this shit because I didn't realize it was even past due, right? So then I'm like planning on doing that Wednesday at my leisure on my day off, I couldn't do that. And now I'm two days behind and the lady that was kind enough to fit me in and to do a private skills with me, skills, fucking whatever it's called, because we used to work together and she's a very sweet, kind hearted woman. I haven't even been able to get back to her yet because I've been, I've been so consumed with this shit. And, um, I'm telling you, I feel bad. I think, I don't know if my mom hung up on me earlier or if the phone got disconnected, I didn't even try to call back to find out. I was just, I'm like, you know, that's, that's what I was saying. She was like, can you, do you want to go to a Christmas party tomorrow night? And it's like, I can't, I've got eight patients tomorrow. And she was like, well, what can you? And it's like, I, I just said, I've got eight patients. Like I can't. And then she's like, can't you just like leave work at work? And I'm like, no. Do you, have you not seen the shit this job has put me through the entire time I've been doing it? Have I ever been able to just not deal with the job? It doesn't work like that here. That's what I'm saying. It's a shit job, and I understand why most people don't continue to do this, especially full-time. Which is probably why they're going to the telehealth, honestly, because they're realizing nurses don't want to do this shit. Long story short is, you got two nurses here leaving, trying to get travel jobs. So this company is going to be short. Then we're going to go make more money doing something where maybe, you know, we, you know, we're still doing the good nursing. But what about this place? What about this place? Then their care. And then the, the community crumbles because you just get shit people in there that don't want to do the work correctly or, or take the time. You know, because they all they care about is getting all this fucking charting done instead of actually what is helping these people get better. And it's just, it's a, it's, 
It's insane. It's insane. And I never, ever, 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 ever would recommend home health in any, in any form to anybody. Ever. It's such shit. So, let's go ahead and get a couple of, uh, since this has just been a, uh, not a very good day, obviously. Um, I did have, oh, oh yes, oh yes, and then I had uh, the one lady that I, um, the start that I did on Wednesday, the day I was off, right, I went to her house because she had a fixator, something, external fixator to one of her fucking legs or feet, right, so she had like a, a metal cage around it with pins and all this shit, and it was for wound care, really, so I like get over there, and I'm like just driving up, I'm like, oh god, okay, I know where I'm at in town, and like I'm not judging, but I'm just like judging by the way this house looks, Um, I'm probably in for a real, a real winner here, right, real winner, so I like go up, walking up the steps, and I'm about 15 feet from the front door, and I just can just smell cigarette, right? Just strong fucking stale, stank ass cigarette, and it's raining again, right? And it's just like seeping into my clothes, and I'm I'm fucking mad. So I open the door, and amongst the piles of cardboard boxes and trash and dog shit. And ashtrays, trays, ash, ash, trays, I found the patient amongst it all, sitting there, smoking a fucking cigarette. So I have to fucking climb through this bullshit house, sit my ass on the only corner of the room I could find to sit on, right next to an ashtray, by the way, and talk to this woman about, like, her, her issues. And then I'm, I'm like doing the wound care to the best of my abilities in the limited space and supply situation that I was gifted that day. And she decides it's a good idea to not only smoke the cigarette while I'm cleaning her surgical wounds, but like have no regard to like which way she blows the smoke. And I'm just like in there like, good Lord. And I used to smoke. I don't smoke anymore. And I was just like, my eyes were on fire. It was so thick in there. And that's just how she lives. And I guess somebody else lives there. Because she was like, oh, you missed him. I'm like, who? She was like, yeah, my, uh, the guy I care for. She's a caregiver for this other person in the house. I guess walked behind me twice. Couldn't even see him through the fucking thick, thick fog of smoke. I mean, this is what they're sending us to do. Your body can't heal when you're doing that smoking shit. So, anyways, the other day, I go to Publix, right? I, uh, I'm still on call that night. This is Wednesday night, and I go in, I get a, a Caesar salad. I was like, you know what? I'll show these motherfuckers. I'm going to get the biggest, baddest Caesar salad. I'm going to enjoy the shit out of it, right? So I did. I got that. <clears throat> Bam! Right? Walking down the aisle. Maybe got a couple of, um, what I get? A couple of tall... Aquafina water bottles. How about that? Right? I got that. And as I'm like getting that, I like look around the corner and I see somebody I work with that I don't want them to see me stocking up on water, right? 
So I like, I'm like, all right, shit. So I like go around the thing and I get the self-check, get the fuck out of there. And I get home and, uh, oh no, no, that was the best part. I almost missed it. In all of the shit of that day, okay, I get up to the thing, to the self-checkout. Remember, because I work at Publix as well, and I go to pay, and I don't have my wallet. It's in my car, so I can go get it. And there's a guy that I always talk to when I go in. He works there. Real nice. I don't know how old he is. I can't tell. Just, you know, brother. And uh, he always chatting, shooting the shit with him. Talk about his diabetes sometimes, honestly. I've sat up there for like 10 minutes from him, just shooting the shit with him. And... um. I was like, hey, can you just like pause this transaction real quick so I can run out to my car, grab my wallet. I just don't want to hold anybody up. And he's like, no, hang on. I got you one better. And I was like, what? No, I said, and he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, how about I just get it for you? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, let me just pay it for, pay for you. And I was like, no, dude, it was like 25 bucks, I think, something like that. It was, it was more than, you know, it was more than the man that's working at Publix should be paying for a nurse. Like, you know what I mean? And he just like refused. He was like, Merry Christmas. God bless. He was like, please let me do this for you. And I was just like, almost choked me up, man. Like, I mean, we're all struggling, right? But like, that's like, uh, you know, there's a story where this guy who was selling papers um, and he was poor. That was like his job. That was his income. And he, uh, how, do, how do you say it? Bill Gates, I guess, came by his booth or whatever outside an airport and he didn't have his like wallet or cash or whatever it was. And the guy told Bill Gates and like he was wealthy at the time, said, here, it's on me. Right. And Bill Gates, I remember he said something like um, he always remembered that. And then years later, he came back around and he found that guy. Right. So he went up to him and he said, hey. I don't know if you remember me, but you gave me that paper when I didn't have my, anyways, I'm here. I'll give you anything you want, anything you want. And like, honestly, the guy could have just been like, thank you. Um, I'd love that. How about a house to sleep in or something? Right. But he's kind of a dick. Now that I think about it, what a rude response. He said, uh, he said, it won't matter what you give me. It won't be the same as when I gave to you. He said, because now you have everything. So you can give me anything and it's not it's nothing to you. But when I gave you something, I had nothing, and that was my income, and I gave it to you still. I don't know why he said that, but I was just, I was thinking, like, this is that situation. Like, I make much more money than that guy, right? And I have a shitty day, and I'm sure he had a shitty day. He's always got a great attitude. He's always, I always say hey to him. Like, he's just a solid fucking dude. And, um, and then this guy just comes out of nowhere. And just like pays, says, hey, you know, and I was just like, damn, dude, like I really thought about it for a while. Like that was really like super fucking nice of that guy to do that. Like we're not close friends or anything. You know what I mean? I just talked to him like I would talk to, I guess, a friend. But uh, anyways, I just thought that was like, uh, I just I'm going to do something for him. I don't know what I'm going to do, um, but I'm going to do something nice for that guy um, at some point. So if anybody thinks of any good ideas, um, you know, send me a message, send me a comment. Um, I'm trying to get off the Facebook shit because I just, I just don't like it. I'm trying to just stick with the webpage. So, um, but anybody got any ideas where I could maybe, uh, anybody listening that worked, works at Publix around where nurse man Dan works, let me know. Um, I'd like to do something for that guy, maybe for his whole family. I don't even know if he's got family. Maybe, maybe, uh, I don't know. 
Like what, what the fuck would this guy like? I mean, he's a middle-aged, older guy. I don't think he's super, super like, like intelligent, I guess. I don't want to say that. He's not dumb or anything, but he's just like not f- full-on educated, I guess. And um, like, what could I do? Like, what, could I, what would that guy just be blown away with? I don't know what I could do for him, but I don't know. I wish I could do something sweet. I will do something cool for him. Who knows? So, anyways, took my daughter this past weekend. We went and saw Santa. Um, it was great. My mom dressed her up like a boss. She had like that red, like, like, I don't know. Like, it's not velvet, 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 but like that red, like, maybe it is velvet. I don't fucking know. And like these lace looking socks with like these little fluffy balls hanging off in these black shiny shoes and like this cape like around it with the white. You know, and then I had like a matching purse and all this shit. And uh, it was just like, uh, it was awesome. She was definitely the best looking kid out there. And um, so my mom afterwards, after we got our pictures and all that, she wanted, she said she wanted a dinosaur and a fucking jumpy jump. I know what the jumpy jump is, but I was like blown away when I was like, dinosaur, where the fuck did this come from, right? What are you talking about dinosaurs? Never in my life have we talked about dinosaurs. Anyways. So uh, we're leaving, and um, my mom wanted to take her to go do some, like, you know, girly time. So I was like, all right, y'all go do that. I would go do some things. And my mom, I guess, said that there was a guy. Now that I think, I don't know. Supposedly he was out there taking pictures for the paper. Mom said he looked legit. And um, he was just like, hey, your granddaughter looks so cute. Would you mind if I get a picture? And I guess she let him get a picture. And now I'm just like, you know, was he working for the paper, you know, or is this guy just taking pictures of my daughter, you know, I'm about to talk to my mom about that, like, hey, what paper did this guy say he worked for, let me find out, you know what I mean, Santa right there watching what you're doing, you ask, and Mrs. Claus was there, so you got both of them watching you, you creep, watch this guy be an actual photographer, and I'm just calling him out, and he's actually like, Saying, like, how did this angel ever find her way into this magical city? You know what I mean? Probably something super nice, and I'm just trashing him. Whatever. I can do whatever I want. It's my show. I'm trying to think else, if, uh, I got anything else to tell you, you guys. I don't know if I told you about the, you know, the husband and the wife that have been married, and he was, like, by her side. Like, he would clean her ass after she evacuated her bowels, and... You know, they still held hands when I was there. It was adorable. Anyway, she died um, last week or the week before. And he called me at like 8.30 in the morning. He was like, I could tell tell he had been crying. Um, But he always really like appreciated when I was there. Uh, And I know he did. The whole family did. Everybody fucking loves me. It's crazy. Everybody fucking loves me. How can't you? And um, he's just like, hey, uh, don't, you don't have to worry about coming out today. Um, I was like, Oh, what's going on? And he was like, yeah, she just, uh, she just passed away about 15 minutes ago. And like, I remember saying like loud, like in shock, I was like, what? Like, I had no idea that that was coming at all. I was like all positive for them. Like, all right, we can get you back. And like, boom, they're gone. And, um, so that was pretty sad. I'm trying to think if I got any other, any other good stories for you guys. Let me just think if I've got any fucking good stories probably not i've been just stuffed doing work just stuffed doing work you know (sighs) that 
guy took me all the way down that hall. All, I mean, I was just so irritated with this motherfucker. And I can't even blame him because I don't think he realized what he was doing. And if he did, well played, sir. Ugh, Lord. You get people in that place. You get people in that place, man. You just, some of them look crazy. They're not even there. They're just like staring at the ceiling and talking to the carpet. It's, I mean, it's, it's not, it's sad. It's sad, especially because a lot of them don't have like families that come to visit them. So they're just like, I don't know. It's almost like they're in purgatory or something. Like they're just like walking around, walking into walls and shit. You know what I mean? Smacking their gums. And like nothing's really going on. That's just like they're like, like zombies. That's probably the best way I can describe these people is like zombies. And they sound like them too. Just like, and that's all, that's all it is. They had music uh, today up there at the place and they were playing some, some good old like Christian crisp. I, I don't know what it was. It was a little yeehaw. And I was up in there. I was dancing with some, with this one old lady it was fun. And then I, like, at the end, when the song was over, everybody started clapping. I was like, woo! And it was so loud. I scared one lady, and she was fucking mad at me. So I got out of there. I got out of there before she, like, started to have a heart attack, and I got stuck there doing CPR or something. Anyways, uh, I think that's probably it tonight, guys. Um, I'll be in touch. This is just a, a bad show. This is just a show where I just, I'm telling you, this is why... It's taking longer for you to find healthcare. This is why it's going to continue to get worse, okay? We're not fixing the root problem. We're putting more and more work on our providers without giving them the resources they need and expecting them to perform at these levels. It's not feasible. It's not possible. We're all saying, fuck it. Good luck to all of you. Good night. All right, guys, thanks for listening again to the Nurse Man Dan Show. Don't forget, check out my website, nursemandan.com. There's a link to my podcast page, um, some other stuff I put up there. Feel free free to contact me, leave me a message uh, if you have any questions. All right, thank you. Uh, Good morning, good evening, good night. God bless. Sleep well. That's it, buddy. We're done for the night, buddy.